Hi everyone, it's great to see you here at our online service today. My name is Ellen Wilde, I'm a minister at CBC and it's great to have you with us today. We would much rather be sharing with you in person, of course we would, but we're really grateful for the technology that we have in this season and are so glad week by week hearing about the numbers of people who are joining with us online. So it's really good to have you here. Last week, Ken Benjamin, our senior minister, spoke in the first in a two-part series as he comes to the end of his time here at Chichester Baptist Church. Last week, he spoke about previously dot dot dot, a looking back message. And next Sunday, he is speaking about to be continued, a looking ahead message. Ken and Sue have been here in Chichester serving us for 23 years and uh, they're going to be finishing off next Sunday with a message and then taking some sabbatical leave before starting a new role with LICC in the autumn. We are obviously really sad that Ken and Sue are leaving but we're just so thankful for all that they've done and contributed and we're looking forward to hearing what they say next week in his message and also having them back later in the year for a proper goodbye. And my message today fits in the middle before I knew exactly what Ken's plans were in terms of officially finishing with us, I've been having this thought mulling around my mind about what it means to live in this in-between place that we currently find ourselves in. This unsettling middle space that we are at the moment, where we're not where we once were, but we're still quite some way off where we want to be. I've called this message, Finding God in the In-Between Place this unsettling in-between space that is our current reality. We've had our reading read for us. You can have your Bibles open at Numbers 11 if you want to follow it through with us. This uh, reading traces a particular story in uh, the people of Israel. And the passage that we've heard read gives us an insight into what was going on in the hearts and the minds of the people of Israel in their own in-between place. The people of Israel spent a long time in the desert. They'd been uh, released from captivity in Egypt, but their final destination, the Promised Land, was still a long way off. Numbers 11 is where the people get hungry. If you remember, as it was read to us, they start complaining. They don't like the food. They want different sorts of food, and they start complaining. And actually Moses, their leader, gets to the end of his tether as well. Things are going pear-shaped for the people of Israel in that in-between place. When I go on a plane, which I haven't done for quite some time actually, and it's not looking like I'm going to be doing that anytime soon, I am one of those people that it doesn't matter whether it is short haul or long haul, whether it's daytime or nighttime, I can just never ever sleep. I just can't do that sleeping on a plane thing. I look around at the people around me snoozing away and I think, how do you do that? I try the, the neck pillow and the earplugs and the fluffy socks, but I just can never sleep. So I tend to spend the time um, watching films, if that's available, but on short haul flights uh, when they're not, I get fixated with that plane tracker screen. You know, the one that's on the seat in front of you and you can trace where your plane is and you see it moving over countries and oceans. It's such an odd feeling to be up in the air in a tin can not being in any real place. Gatwick or wherever I've flown from is, is ages behind, but my destination is still somewhere ahead, hovering over the earth in this strange non-place before I get to my destination. And we have real life seasons of this, real life seasons of this, where we're not where we once were, 
but we're also not where we want to be. How do we find God in the in-between? This is a pretty unique season for us all. Often if we're talking about transitions or middle places, that might apply to some of us who are experiencing particular things in our lives. We're in the unique situation where every single one of us in this country and around the world is in this strange in-between place. How can we live well? How can we find God? How can we grow in our faith in this in-between place? For the people of Israel, Egypt was long gone, but they still hark back to it. If you look at the passage, verse 5, they, um, they say, we remember, we remember then, but now it's not like that. They're not where they were, but they're really very unhappy at this in-between place that they find themselves in. And Moses basically gets to the end of his tether and has this exhausted rant to God. He, he kind of says, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. This burden is too much for me. I don't want to do it. You might have found yourself saying similar things in this in-between season. God, I don't want this. I don't like this. The novelty is long gone. This is too much of a burden. I didn't sign up for any of this. I know that I've said some of those things to him in this season. As we look at the Israelites and their journeying, we find that God is there very much, very present and at work in that in-between place. A lot happens in the in-between space for the people of Israel. It's where they'll receive the Ten Commandments, it's where their portable worship tent, the tabernacle, was set up. It's where they do all of their wrestling with God and he's very much at work in them and through them in that place. The desert isn't their final destination, but in the in-between, God is at work. And I want to suggest three brief things about how we can live well in this in-between place that we don't want to be in, but where we currently find ourselves and how we can allow God to work in us in these places. The first thing is to say something about what it means to own the challenges. The in-between place wouldn't be called the in-between place if it wasn't challenging. We're here, we're not at our destination. We're not where we want to be. Of course, it's going to be difficult. The Israelites are uh, expert complainers. They harp back, even to the days of slavery, as if that was better for them. All the hardship they faced in Egypt. They very conveniently forget how God was at work, in power, bringing them out. The story of the Red Sea, the provision of, of water in the desert and so on. And Moses struggles too. He, he, he says to God that the assignment is unbearable. And actually he's so exhausted he would rather die than do what God is asking him to do. It's interesting though that the people complain about God and about the situation but Moses brings his complaint, he brings the burden and the challenge to God in prayer. Desert places are hard, it's okay and important to own how challenging it is, how difficult we're finding it and then when we do that we can bring that to him, bring all that we are, all that's going on to him in prayer. I've asked three people to share with us briefly today about their own different scenarios, about different in-between places that they find themselves in. And they're going to share that for us now. And I've asked them just to share really briefly what the challenges are of their own in-between place and how they're trying to trust God in that situation. So have a look at this. Hi, um, my name's Judy and um the in-between place that I find myself at the moment now, after all the weeks in lockdown, 
so I'm still not able to spend time with my family and particularly my grandchildren in the times that we usually have together. So this brings one or two challenges for me. Um, I think one is the challenge of the unknown of when I'll be able to have those special times back with Charlie and Pippi. And that brings fear uh, with uncertainty. Um, and then being unable to have any control over the situation to change how things are, that's really difficult. And physical separation from them, well, I just find that really, really hard. And our youngest granddaughter really finds separation hard too. And then not being able to help them in situations where normally we would be able to give them some help at this time. So I'm trying to trust that God will care for them and protect them and reveal himself to them in a deeper way and that he will help me to be thankful in all circumstances and show me in situations each, all the situations each day that he is my enough for everything that's happening. My name's Dave and the in-between place I find myself in is as a self-employed carpenter, working fewer days than usual, being a homeschooling dad and a support to my wife who is a community nurse. This is challenging because I earn a lot less than usual. Um, I'm not a qualified teacher for our children who really miss their friends and worry about their mum contracting the virus. I'm trusting God that uh, I'll have enough work and that our children will continue learning and that my wife Jen will be safe. For anybody who doesn't know me, my name is Ella, I'm 16 and I'm currently studying musical theatre at Chichester College and the in-between place I find myself in is uncertainty for my education. Um, a major challenge that I think everyone my age is facing is adapting to learning online, especially as I'm doing such a practical subject and I also think that not being able to engage socially with my peers has been challenging as doing a dance call over Zoom isn't exactly ideal. Um, but ultimately I'm learning to trust God's plan because he is greater than everything. Really good to hear from Judy and Dave and Ella as they shared with us about their in-between places. The in-between place of wanting to care for and be with family and grandchildren. The in-between place of job insecurity and financial uncertainty and worry for a loved one who's in a key worker caring role, the in-between place of education and exams not happening and the uncertainty of that. I imagine there'll be a lot in what was shared there that you will resonate with in different ways. We'll be able to pick up in prayer at the end some of those in-between places that we all find ourselves in and pray with some insight after what we've heard. Those three stories reiterate for us how good it is to own the challenges uh, that we find ourselves in in this season, but also what it means to trust God daily for our needs. In the in-between place, more than ever, we see that we are to trust God one step at a time. Trust one step at a time. We learn to trust big by daily choices to trust small. This thought is serving me well at the moment. I've had some phone conversations with some of you in the church family recently and we've talked about this. If I think too far ahead and think about the future too much, it's actually a bit too much. If I think ahead about the numbers of people that have died, when this might end, concerns I have about my own family, my 
kids and their education and so on. When will social distancing ease? When will I be able to see people again? If I think too far ahead, it's just a bit too much. But actually what I can do is trust God each day, one step at a time. And I'm sure as God's people, that's what he calls us to. He says that he'll give us bread, daily bread for today. We can ask him in prayer for daily bread. We're to trust him one step at a time. And as those three people who shared all said in different ways, they're trying to trust God for their own challenging situation. Judy talked about trusting that God was her enough. Dave talked about trusting God that he'd have enough work come in and that God would look after his wife Jen as she works. Ella talked about trusting in God's bigger plan for her and for her future, to pray and trust about the next thing ahead. That will serve us well in this in-between place. Trust one day at a time. And the third thought here in terms of living well in this in-between place is that this pandemic is giving us the opportunity to press reset, to press the reset button. This was a defining time for the people of Israel and God used it to shape and prepare them for all that was ahead. We are in a really unusual situation here where we have got the opportunity to radically rethink our lives and our priorities because all of our usual structures and rhythms and routines are out the window at the moment. Even those of us who are still super busy, maxed out with our work or other things, are still thinking about different priorities in this season. What are our lives actually about? What do we want the future to be like? What have we taken for granted that we're going to cherish from here on in? We have the chance to press reset, to reset to the manufacturer's instructions. Not a soft reset, but a hard reset, going right back to the priorities and rhythms and what's important from God for us in our lives. Rather than looking back and saying things like, I can't wait for things to go back to normal. Actually, we're never gonna be going back to normal, are we? We will be different in this season, and so the future will be different. And instead, are there things that actually we don't want to carry into the future anyway? Better priorities and rhythms for our lives. And for us as a church as well, we've got the chance to press reset, to rethink what God is saying to us as a church, to discern what he's saying. Perhaps we can pray together about what this looks like for us going forwards. God uses transition times always to change and to shape us. And the future will look different as we are shaped differently in this season. At the end of our passage, if you look at verse 16 and 17, God calls Moses and the leaders to the tabernacle. He calls them to the place of his presence and he draws near. And if you look at the verses, he provides people and resources for them. Moses says, I can't carry these people by myself. He says, the, the burden is too heavy. And what God does is provide people to share the burden. And I love the thought that in this in-between place, when the burden on us is heavy, God spreads the load. I love that. He doesn't always remove the burden, but he comes and he draws near with his presence and he provides people and he provides resources and he shares the burden. We can press reset on our personal lives and on our corporate lives together as church family, trusting that God will draw near and trusting that he will give us what we need for whatever the future is going to hold. 
so we can find God in our in-between places. In a moment, Andy's going to pick up some of these thoughts and lead us in prayer, take some of these themes and help us to pray about the different in-between places that we find ourselves in. And we can find God today. We can allow him to come and work in us in this place, owning the challenge, being honest about the challenges, committing to trusting God one step at a time and thinking about what it might mean to press reset at the moment as we think about the future. God bless you. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on the blog after this. You might want to blog your reflections about your own in-between place at the moment, where you are, any prayer requests, any other people's in-between places that it would be good to be aware of at the moment. It'd be great to hear what reflections you have. God bless you.